legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Everybody, how you doing? Ed Larson here, Brighter Side Live. I'm here in Holden McNeely's stinky apartment. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm great, Ed, and I'm so excited for today's show. As, of course, always, uh, in the Brighter Side Live, we've got chat scrolling through, going nuts, and giving us their problems, and we will give them uh, our Brighter Side. We are not professional therapists. Please, uh, you know, like, we, it is advice. Take it or leave it. You know, we but uh, no way. It's not really even advice. It's just the brighter side to your bullshit, and you get to learn how to deal with your problems. All right, that's all it is. All right, so that's dude, all it is. And so if we give you shitty advice, you know, I mean, it's that's you know that's it happens. You can't sue. You're literally not allowed to sue us. Anyway, so here we go. Let's get let's kick it off. What do we got? <laughs> Willie Fresh nine nine two says, "Here's a brighter side. Hearing Eddie's laugh always brings a big old smile to my dumb face." There you go. Fuck yeah, Willie Fresh. No downside to that one. Uh, so Little Willie by um, Sweet should be your theme song wherever you go. Uh, it's the best song ever. So we're getting some in right now from chat. But while I, I love to start with our own personal quandaries and issues. Shit, fuck. Ed, I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been. I've been. I feel like I've been kind of living my best life lately i've been i've been streaming doing podcasts being creative doing you know the the monthly sketch thing doing like just just really feeling pretty good here but i will say we are planning for this wedding i cannot wait to get married to the love of my life all of that good stuff i have a great woman all of these things i'm sorry i'm bragging right now but i will also say that planning a wedding is very stressful Yes. And lately, more so than ever before, and especially because on top of that, losing weight for a wedding is stressful. I've started my weight loss attempt this week, cut you don't out have beer. To lose weight for the wedding. I mean, planning the I, wedding seems more important I think it's than a losing good, weight for the wedding. I feel like I'm going to hide behind it as a good excuse to get my shit together because yeah. I feel, you know, you can See, feel I it. I think fat wedding pictures <laughs> and then you lose weight towards the rest of your life. Okay. You always look better. Like, wow, you look than better the pictures. now than you used to. Always look better than your pictures at home. I love that thought. I've yeah. never thought of that before. <laughs> always put up the worst pictures of yourself yeah. around yourself. So, so you're that looking you good always, now. You look like you're improving. Ed, you're so smart. But what is the brighter side, A, to um, being stressed about planning a wedding? Well, I guess it's that the wedding will happen at some point, and at the end of the day, it's about getting married to the person you love and not necessarily about the horrible infighting that will be happening all throughout that wedding. Yeah, well, I would think that if you guys do this well, this is like a test to see if you can do the Amazing Race together. 
Yes. You know, this is like a supermarket to sweep. To win real money. Like, do we, yeah, do we join, do we do supermarket sweep? Do we, you know, go on the pyramid together? Right. You know, like, this is a good way to find out if you guys would be good to be on a game show. There you go. Yeah. I think that that is absolutely the bright side to wedding planning, and <laughs> you found it. Now, Ed, do you have any personal quandaries, personal issues, personal anythings uh, to speak upon before we get into chats, I quandaries, say, and not, issues? Not to brag for me, but, like, I'm on vacation. This is the last moment moment of my vacation i'm spending with y'all and there you go sweaty thick neck hole there you go here. and i did go on a run just a little while ago so i am currently sweating holden was covered in sweat oh my god the door, and I, I i i did no idea he was on a run i thought he was just taking a dump <laughs> well yeah exactly am i on a run or did i have the runs we don't know we'll never know but i just got back from family beach house with jeff and the family I went to that the boardwalk great. like every night. I went Beautiful. crabbing with my Uncle Louie. I saw that picture. I liked that picture on Instagram. Thank you, it was Holden. very nice. I appreciate the gratitude. <laughs> the gratitude? I was grateful for that photo yeah, of you yeah, and yeah. your fucking I gave big it to uncle. You. I gave <laughs> Y'all did look happier than I think I have probably in years. Oh, man. So, I love it. It's so 5 a.m., though. That's tough for me. I got stung by a jellyfish. Yes, you did. Yeah, I don't know why that's... I was crabbing. Uh, what's the brighter side of getting stung by a jellyfish, The brighter side of getting stung by a jellyfish is I was crabbing in the middle of it, and I ate crab all night. There you I go. I didn't give a fuck about my jellyfish. Dude, thing. I love crabbing. Did you throw the cages down with Through the fish the heads yeah, in yeah, them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly I love what it. we did. You it just sit so there and get fun. drunk and then fucking pull them up? Yeah, man. Well, we didn't drink. We didn't drink. It was too early. Oh, yeah. It's 5 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. So right. we, we just uh, ate uh, Jersey Mike's. There you go. Hey, Amber, what's happening? Amber is Anelso 5. That's hey, Amber. Amber, Amber. Fr- the other host of The Brighter Side. I'm essentially sitting in for her technically at this moment in time. Yes. Uh, Brighter Side of Jellyfish Seeing says, Tommy said what? Is that it gives you an excuse to piss on yourself in public. Very well. See, I was very I, upset that Julie didn't piss on Ed because of the jellyfish well, thing. Julie wasn't there. I'm not making my Uncle Louie piss on me. <laughs> And it, you don't need it. It's not like he's rubbing his fucking like, cock and balls on your fucking elbow. He's just pissing on it. It was a normal jellyfish. It you was know? just like a tiny, it was like a, a translucent fucker. It wasn't that bad, but they were everywhere. By the way, do not let your uncle somehow trick you into thinking that rubbing his cock and balls on your elbow is going to somehow cure your the jellyfish, jellyfish thing on your fucking inner thigh, okay? It's not going to happen, it's all right? not going to be what's going down for you. We've got some love for Amber in chat. Shred Pyro Roberts says, howdy, Amber. Pixel friend saying, yay, Amber. Missed opportunity. He says entrapment for the pissing, not for uh, the Amber. Amber's here, and also uh, Amber is the best from RoboKey. If your uncle won't piss on you, is he even family exactly? We have early brighter sides I want to get back to you right now. The brighter side of food poisoning. The brighter oh, side of man. food poisoning. Empties you out. Clean it. Cleans your system. It's like a cleanse that you didn't ask for, but at the end of the day, you are cleansed. <laughs> right? I mean, it leaves a good story. I remember I got brighter. I got a brighter side. I got diarrhea food poisoning from a food that I ate on Christmas. Can we day. call diarrhea brighter side now? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I got a bad case of brighter side this morning. <laughs> well, it's like getting that out. You get, like you said, it's, it was, but I had a, I ate a bunch of old fish. Because uh, we had tradition in my family. We eat a bunch of fried fish on Christmas Eve, and then you take the fish and you put it on a plate, and then you put it in the car and you wait to leave. It's always 32 degrees outside, so it doesn't matter that it's like sitting in the car. You know, it's like being in a cooler. But this was the some, this was the Christmas when it was like 65 degrees outside, and then we left it in there for a couple hours, and me and my mom both got a horrible food poisoning. Oh. And then I had to like ride a bus back to uh, back to New York on Christmas with food poisoning. This is, see, this. 
is, was a nightmare. This is the difference between you and me. Ed, I think I may have gotten food poisoning once. How many times in your life have you, do you think, estimate, ballpark, have you gotten food poisoning? I mean, real deal food poisoning? <laughs> no, all food poisoning, not real no, deal no, food like, poisoning. Because there's a difference. There's like light food poisoning. What? Like half a, a, like a day. <laughs> what? Yeah, but then no, there's that other counts. food poisoning that, that counts. forever. No, it all counts. How many times? Light and heavy. How many times do you think you've gotten food uh, poisoning? At least like, six. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought it was going to be way, way higher than that. No. If I were to play six over under. If I were to play over under with you, I probably would have said 20 or 30. 20 or 30? You seem to always get food poisoning. Remember, we got food, remember when you ate the sushi too fast at the Ridgewood house? I did. House? It wasn't food poisoning. I just ate too much sushi and I got sick. That's not food poisoning. How many times? Okay, no, better, like, better was... question. How many times have you made yourself sick from eating I mean, last night I had a... <laughs> I, I, it was awful. Jesus, what did you eat? How, all right, what did you eat? How Look, much did Ed you is eat? right. You know, I get, yeah. <laughs> Do not eat old fish. Thank you, RoboKey. I won't anymore. I learned my lesson. Fifth and Perps asks, my wife thinks Ed is hot. How do I get to be as hot as Ed? But I would actually prefer to rephrase that question. My wife thinks Ed is hot. What is the brighter side of your own wife thinking Ed Larson is hot? I mean, Ed? I'm a good-looking guy. All right, please. I would say at the end of the day, you know what? Maybe she's not worth it, man. Maybe just move on. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a very smart woman. It sounds like a dating like someone. I mean, you're allowed. I mean, there's an old expression. It doesn't matter where you eat or you work up your appetite as long as you eat at home. We got it. We got it. This is what turns her on to fucking bang your ass out. Then fucking give it up to her. All man. right. We're not banging asses here. We're, we're talking about is, sweet you, love. They could do whatever they want. Make love to each other. Brighter side of scratching your fucking glasses. Look, Hoglove, 74 Hoglove 74, actually, I think is the name of the name. Hoglove. Hoglove? Yes, loving them piggies. Let's talk to Willie Fresh 992 real quick. Well, really quick. quick, really quick. Scratching your fucking glasses really fast. I will say um, the brighter side of that is... Well, scratching your glasses? I don't know because that makes me incredibly upset and new, sad. I mean, you can't... I mean, you gotta get new, you get new glasses. You get new glasses. You yeah, can always yeah, yeah. get new glasses at least. Glasses aren't eternal. That is the brighter side. Glasses yeah. change. You can get new glasses. Don't buy one pair. You if can, you can get, buy like three pairs. And the brighter side, I would say in this day and age, is that you can go on, what is it, $40frames.com, I think I went to, to get glasses once. So, I mean, there are very cheap options out there. So, Willie Fresh 992 do you want to read or do you want me to? You do it. You're so, such a good reader. So, on 26, I live with one of my parents and I work for their business. I want to move out and on, but I need the money and have nowhere else to go. I feel so stuck in life. Can't just up and out, though, have car payments and shit. Yeah, no, that's tough. Oh, and Amber wants to know if Willie can live out of his car. Yes. And uh, he says, it's, it's a car is a golf and it's tiny as fuck. Okay. So, yeah, it's best not to live out of your car. Fantastic. Yeah, and, I, you know, you live with one of your parents. That's fine. You know, you work for their business. That's good. You got a good job. And, you know, when they die, it's going to be yours. Yeah. You know, so that's nice. I mean, everyone needs money. Money's the ultimate problem. Money, I mean, no matter how I was literally just doing, telling Ed, as some of you know, I got this, like, Subway commercial. And literally, overnight, it solved, I want to say, 18 of my, like, 20 problems that I have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it really is obnoxious. Everyone says, like, more money, more problems. Or, like, money's not everything. But at the end of the day, when it comes to your day-to-day -day struggle, 
yeah. money is almost always some issue, and I have definitely felt relief monetarily from problems, and it made me happier. So fuck you, says money doesn't solve problems or makes you happier, because sometimes when you're broke like my stupid ass, it really does solve your fucking problem. Jay-Z? Yeah. Well, or, no, it was Biggie Smalls who yeah, said Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, money, more problems. I understand that, man. I mean, you're always going to have shit that bothers you. Right now, it's money. Next time, we, next time it'll be something else. Yeah. You know, it's fine. You know, it's 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 fine. You get broke now, and you just work at getting unbroke, and you can't stress out about it because if you get down, then you're fucked. You know, yeah. you, if you got to keep your head up, if you if you're gonna make some more money, nobody wants to hire a mopey piece of shit. No offense, really. <laughs> I'm not calling you a mopey piece of shit. I'm just saying, don't be one. <laughs> oh. uh, Entrapment says, uh, ask brighter side. Of uh, oh fuck, where is it? It was Amber I just saw. Left, it. Amber left. Uh, by the way, have a good one, work. Amber. We Take care. You, Amber. We love you, Amber. Um, I got the brighter side. Cramps in my belly. Cramps in my belly. Is this a man or a woman? Entrapment, I believe, is a man, but could be a woman these days. It sounds hey, like a woman. You never can tell. I mean, come on. Oh, true. Yeah, they're always fucking <laughs> misdirected questions. Snaring you up in their little snares. Yeah, yeah. I just like to answer a question, you know, and then you don't know there's a fucking trap right in there. Ed, when are you not in trouble with a woman and, and on your day-to-day? Are you ever not in trouble with some woman that I mean, you know? I'm never in trouble. Are you not? I feel like you're perpetually. I feel like we always are. I feel like I'm always saying something to be in trouble with some with someone. Oh, well, that's you. <laughs> that's how you live your life. You know. I, you know, I'm nice. I'm I nice love seeing you. But, Ed, you get in trouble sometimes, and I love seeing you in trouble. The tail between your legs, Ed, is very funny. What are you talking funny. about? When, when have I been in trouble? You know, when the fucking lady's barking at you or whatever it is. You know what I mean? And I you mean, got it. You're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> you've never, first of all, you've never seen me argue with my lady. No, not at all. I mean, like, apologize. <laughs> I love seeing you apologize. I oh, guess that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's fun to watch. It's loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, that's what it always is. <laughs> um... Let's see. What else do we have? I'm finally starting to catch up with everything. I honked my guts up on the first uh, first treat day after six months of eating healthy. Oh. So so much Mexican food. Yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, that is going to happen. You always do that. I do that, too. I mean, man, you just got to be careful. If you're healthy, that means you've worked it out of your life, and it's not supposed to, you're not supposed to be eating it anymore. Exactly. So just stay exactly. unhealthy, and you're gonna, you'll be just fine. Um, what else we got? We got Jake Young in chat from Jake. the Wizard and the Bruiser. Brighter Side is a safe place to share our true selves. And hey, give it to us right now. We're ready for him. I'm, I, I'm trying to find more. I did see one that made me a little sad, but we should maybe, you know what? Maybe we should. Uh, maybe we should actually go back and answer this question. Someone said the brighter side of no new episodes of Roundtable. The brighter side of no new episodes of Roundtable is, you know, whenever you get them, you know it's going to be great. Whenever you get them, you know it's going to be great. Yeah, and there's a bunch of old ones. And there's so many old ones. There's 300 episodes. every single person on that show is creating new content in their own way, including us right here, right now. Absolutely. So there you go. But I understand it's not the same as Roundtable, but it will, the other brighter side of Roundtable Table, you think is it's you not miss done. Table. We're not like most. Okay, most times when something goes on hiatus like this or whatever, that means everybody like hates each other. We all hang out all the time. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. we just don't live in the same space together. Like when we're in ta- in each other's cities, we hang out, we do shit together, we do stuff like this too. So the other bright side is nobody dislikes each other. Everybody's still friends. Therefore. We most certainly will do more brighter or more roundtable rather in the future. Yeah, no, it'll happen. It's just there's no point. That'll happen. <laughs> Thank you, <man. laughs> 
There's just no point in doing something half-assed, and I think that if you guys are true fans, you'll understand that, because the only thing that would be worse than no roundtable is new shitty roundtable, and so you just, this is, that'll be fine. It's coming back. Man. Jake Young is bored from Woods and the Bruiser asks, my girlfriend says my dick is too big and scary. Should I get a dick reduction surgery? Well, first of all, we're here to find the brighter side of your dick being too big and scary, not necessarily trying to find... You should be find, happy you got a girlfriend. You should be happy you have a fucking girlfriend, and yeah. Second of all, you know what? Stop torturing her with that thing, okay? Yeah. Get, be nice. Put be it nice. in flaccid. What's wrong yeah, with you? Yeah, put it in loose. Be good to her. Um, you know you know what? The dick reduction seems a little aggressive. Yeah, I think a penis reduction maybe is a little regret. You might be better off getting her vagina enlarged. Dude, I'm sure this <laughs> must... Men get that sometimes, right? Dick reduction? I don't know. Is there a dick... I mean, it must exist. I know you could take in your nutsack, but that's about it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, would anyone really... Would anyone really, at the end of the day, would a guy ever make his penis smaller? I think so, right? I, I mean, if you have to, it's like women get breast reductions... Vagina enlargement surgery is very funny. <laughs> that would be fun, too. A woman getting her, her vagina greatly larger. Too. I need it bigger. Please. Uh, again. Just, I, wanna, I have to sit on a toy fire truck. Is vagina enlargement surgery just birth? Uh, I guess so, but, you know, you, you get sewed back up, I think. There you go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to... I don't like talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? What about ball reduction surgery for yourself, Ed? Because I mean, that is your, that, like, if you have an issue, that would be the issue. I feel like that would just ruin the rest of my life. Right. Because the ball is a ball. You can't just like slice, slice off the end half. of a ball. You know, you can't do that. I'm not a doctor. I imagine the middle just starts spewing out. <laughs> like an egg. Like if you cut an egg, you know, the whole thing falls out. <laughs> Uh, Galveston says, there's this guy, let's call him Jake Old, that uh -huh. lies a lot about his penis being enormous. What's the brighter side? I mean, if he's an old man and he's going to die soon. So, you know, just let him tell his stories. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JT Dubs says, my partner and I are going on a staycation this weekend. What's the brighter side of a weekend of massages, sex, and robes? I mean, you told yourself right there. Man. There you go. I'll tell you what, though. I have only had one massage, professional massage for my life. Really? Yes. They keep telling you no? Yes. I keep going in, and they keep saying no. And I keep going, skip to the end, skip to the more end. Money, and they're like, no, money, no, no, no. No, 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 no. And I was like, oh, that's what more money, more problems you too, is. You're too big. You're too big. <laughs> you right. oh, Okay, that's not how they talk. <laughs> Uh, and and so yeah, I I I, um, I went in. It was a couple's massage, so just to make it even more kind of awkward, yeah. I felt gross. I just did. I was just having, I think, a little swamp ass, and I was just feeling gross. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I felt uncomfortable to have a stranger. I was like, I felt like I was like, do I smell? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I was maybe a little high, you know, which is kind of maybe throwing me off a little bit. And yeah, I got in there, and then like halfway through the massage, she's like, Are you okay? You seem like really tense or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, great. So let's just make it even worse. Like, yeah. she, she didn't do it in like a nice way. She did it in kind of like a calling me out way. And I should have just vocalized me like, sorry, this is my first ever massage. But I was just feeling so awkward. I just couldn't wait for it to be over. Yeah. It was a hot stone massage. There were elements of it that I liked. But at the end of the day, un uh, unlike so many other fucking people, I feel a little odd having complete strangers just touch me all over. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I 
the uh, someone if, if she was said you seem tense, you should be like, well, that's your fucking job. Yeah, it's your I'm job to make me less tense. I know I should have really called her out. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. my it was my ex girlfriend. This was not Lexi, and and she was like in the room getting her own massage nearby, which was just sort of another. Ah, uh, oh, I hate that. It's just like weird. The couples massage is better to be in the same room. Yeah, we were in the same room, but it's I just don't know if what's the fucking point of a couple's massage almost. You know what I mean? Getting rubbed down and neither of you have to work at it. I almost feel like I would have preferred separate rooms, I think. Really? I've I do both. I've had separate rooms in like shady like Chinese places. Okay. And then we've had uh we did a we went to it last summer for her birthday, for Julie's birthday. We went down to Key West and I I was like, "All right, I'm going to buy us a really nice massage for your birthday." And I got a massage like on an island like Oh, looking wow. at the sunset. Oh, that's great. And it's every also every time me and Julie get a couple's massage, I always get the horrible one. And she always gets the, <laughs> the she really always, good one. She always gets the really good one. That's except funny. Except once. Okay. In North Carolina. That's why that there always is an awful one and a good one. I yeah. think that that is another part of it that is funny to me. Yeah. Why, like, like, why can't they both just be decent? You it's know what I mean? It's always like if it's two women, the sexier one will be on Julie and I'll, and I'll get the, the one who's just like, you know, very aggravating. And if right. it's two men, like the sexier one will be on me and, and she'll get the gross, ugly one. And that was what like, and that's a situation that was in a... Asheville, North Carolina, this weird... Ah, yes, Asheville, lovely place. In this, but it was a weird little shady massage place. They're never... They're always... They're usually shady. Yeah. But in the, but we went in... And well, that's another like part of the whole dudes, thing. dudes, <clears throat> and, like, one of them was, like, this big, weird, gross guy, and then another one was, like, this, <laughs> like, hot, sexy dude, and then we're going in, they're like, all right... He's like, I'll take her like that, like the, the hot, big, sexy guy. No, no, the big, the gross, big gross guy. guy. Okay, and I'm like, you know, and in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Give her the hot dude, right? You know, like, what are we doing here? I don't right. want that fucking gross piece of shit grabbing on my lady, right? You know, I'd rather it be the, the hot track. Guy. Interesting yeah. psychology happening here. Because <laughs> other other people would be like, oh, I'd much rather the gross guy because I know she isn't attracted to that guy. Yeah, you but know what I, mean? I mean, we're there, we're getting rubbed, you know. Yeah, we're Enjoy getting rubbed. The bulls, Enjoy the, the rub as, as much as you can. I'll you get know the what big mean? gross guy and make him get technical, throw an elbow See, into my shoulder. I would think this. I would think, you know, much like what I think is probably what happens in this story here. Is that wait wait was the attractive guy better? The attractive guy was a better I mean, rub down. I had a great time. Okay, because I was gonna say I would actually go with the gross guys. I would almost think that guy's probably got something. You know what I mean? Attractive guy, he's probably lazy. He gets by by just being attractive. High school diploma. Interesting. He was very stupid. <laughs> he's very stupid. All right, let's see. Let's we've got some, some coming in here. Yeah, we, we ranted, and we've been getting some brighter sides, so let's start reading these. Um, I've been getting supremely annoyed by my roommate and her new boyfriends constantly flirting right in front of me. I hate that. It's gross. I'm glad she's happy, but seriously, it makes me cringe. What's the brighter side of being a bitter, sad, single person? I mean, the brighter side of this situation, in my opinion, is you can always be like, hey, can you fucking not knock your fucking shit off? Because you are a, a, a bitter, sad, single person. And when you're bitter and you're sad, you got nothing left to lose. When you got nothing to lose, you choose your own fucking path. I think that's bad advice. Um, <laughs> Tell her to fuck off. I think that you should, you know, they're happy. You know, it's, it's love. I understand you're alone, but the sooner you get to love people being in love, the quicker you'll find your own love. I mean, I think there's a part of me if that you're misses sad, that sad feeling. bitter, closed off, you know, before, you know, you will, it's not, it's not helping you. 
You, know, you got to keep it positive. You got to keep it happy. You know, you should always be happy for other people in love, unless it's you know like you know a horrible person dating your mother. I will also say this though about your situation: if you are at all a creative person, this feeling right here will drive you so much further to make interesting stuff mm-hmm. than being like happy about their love. You know what I mean? Like, like so. At least, if anything, take this, harness this fucking anger, harness this feeling, and make something with it. Or move forward, or at least let it motivate you to whatever, do whatever it is you're trying to do in life. Make more money, uh, exercise, you know, whatever it is. But use that fucking aggravation at them. You know what I mean? Go out, get some, go to a gym, Mm -hmm. go to a boxing gym, put their faces on the mat, on the, on the fucking bag, and go nuts. We definitely live our lives very differently. I am angry, angry. It's something because I'm 6'1", but I feel like an angry little man. You know what I mean? I feel like that. And it really does push me. It has pushed me. I will say my deep, deepest, darkest, lowest moments were the moments where I really, like, I started writing that screenplay. I started, like, streaming on Twitch. Yeah. I started doing these things. And, and even though it sucks in the moment, mm-hmm. and even though you're just, like, you feel like you're just swatting at the air, um, it will lead to stuff. All right? Yeah. Absolutely. It will lead to stuff. But yeah, maybe don't tell them to like go fuck themselves or whatever. But you know, I think at the end of the day, if they're being very gross, I don't know the extent that's happening right now. Yeah. I do not like PDA though. And at the end of the day- They're I, in the house. At the end of the day, I feel like I would be like, can you just like cool it a little bit around? Like you can state that delicately and just be like, hey, it's just, and, and, and let them know your weakness. Be like, I'm sad and alone. This is me, not you. Mm. But if you could chill a little bit on the cutesy shit when I'm hanging out, if you guys could just be a little more, because at the end of the day, dude, Ed, I feel like the way I am with Lex, like the way you are with Julie, when you guys are like hanging out, it's like you guys can be affectionate and stuff. Like I can be affectionate with Lexi, but when we're all hanging out, we're friends, right? Yeah. And I'm not looking at you and Julie being all like, Ooh, and I hate when couples do that when I hang out just with just like making out with each other just yeah being all cutesy and rubby and stuff it's like we get it you're in love this is the thing that pisses me off about like new love like the honeymoon phase yeah is you know what it is it's every time and I have very specific people who just do this over and over again like fall in love over and over again yeah. and every time you see them during that phase they look at you like I've got the secret I've got it and no one knows it. I have the secret of happiness. I found it in this boy. I found it in this girl. It's like, motherfucker, everybody's found it. All right? Everybody's fucking found it. Or at least most people have fucking found it at one point. What you feel right now is not original. Like, sonnets have been written. I have felt it. Ed has felt it. But we are now not past your phase into what I feel like is the true fucking wonder of a relationship when you're making it work. Yeah, you're finding an apartment. Did you? Yeah. Did you? feed the dog yeah has he been on a walk learn that and then tell me about your fucking secret you don't know his bullshit yet you have not learned it yet you don't know her bullshit yet as soon as you learn her bullshit and then you can live with her bullshit and you can accept her for her fucking bullshit and you guys can like fight correctly you guys like can fucking get make decisions together you know deal with the hard shit that's real love okay not your precious little honeymoon face secret I mean, it's fun though. It is fun. I get it. It's totally fun. But there's just something about it. Just I just like I just hate it. I hate it when it's like splashed in my face. (laughs) It's fine. Love your love. Live your love. But don't you don't have to like come at me with your love. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't need I don't need to know about it. Sounds good. You really, you, you, this really gets to you. I can tell. I I can't. When someone (laughs) comes through my door and is like, it's just like. 
we're just so, and everything is just so, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I know. It's, I don't like watching my friends make out. Ugh, no. I, I as much as I like love love and all that shit. I do like when, like, it's 3 a.m. and like the wrong two friends are making out. At oh, the, you know what I mean? And everyone's laughing and shit. It's like, what are you two? <laughs> That's doing? fun. Stop it. That is fun to me. But but <laughs> other than that. <laughs> Hi, guys. Ed Larson here for Quip. Be honest. You ever go to the dentist and he gives you a good talking to? He yells at you because you don't brush your teeth good enough. Happens to me all the time. Brushing your teeth is one of the most important things you do every day for your health. But so many of us brush our teeth incorrectly or for not enough time. That's why Quip is here to help you brush your teeth better. Quip's a small, sleek electric toothbrush that's a fraction of the cost of bulkier brushes you see in stores while still packing the powerful vibrations of those bigger brushes. There's no chargers or wires making keeping your teeth clean easy at home or on the go. My favorite feature is the built-in timer that uses guiding pulses to help you switch sides and make sure you're clean for the dentist's recommended two minutes. Because I, I ain't remembering on my own. Quip subscription plans aren't just wildly convenient. They also keep you healthy. Quip delivers new brush heads on a dentist's recommended schedule. Every three months, you'll get a new brush head for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip comes with a wireless mirror mount that declutters your bathroom and doubles as a travel cover, so it's easy to have fresh breath wherever your travels take you. I'm not the only person that loves Quip, I'll tell you why. Quip was on Oprah's O-List, named one of Time's Best Inventions, and is the first subscription electric toothbrush accepted by the American Dental Association. Plus, they're backed by a network of over 20,000 dentists and hygienists and hundreds of thousands of happy brushers use Quip every day. It's great. I use it. I love my Quip. Still not sure? Quip is designed to last and it's covered for the life of your plan. And you can return it for up to 30 days if it's not love at first brush. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash brighter side right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash brighter side. Spell G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash brighter side. Get into it. Make your teeth happy. We love you, baby. I saw one that I wanted to talk sure, about. It sure. was a fun one. I have, I have, I think I have a good solution for it. Do you need me to like scroll back up here, or was, do you have it? It was a real short okay, one. I, had, I don't know who said it, but okay, I have great. it in my. They said they lost their sunglasses at at Kohl's, and my my. I think that first of all, you get new sunglasses, but here's something I've been always planning to do, and I need to put my money where my mouth is, and I think you guys can too. You find a pair of sunglasses you like, and then you save up. And they're cheap. You got to get a cheap pair. You pair a pair of cheap sunglasses you like. You save up and you buy a case of them. So you have like 50 of them. And then when it gets dark, you throw them in the trash. Ah. 
and you leave him on a bench so someone else can have him. But then you, you, you got sunglasses forever. And I like that brighter side that someone else can have them. At least the sunglasses that you lost at Kohl's. Maybe someone who really needed a pair got some. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, girl named Katie. Okay, I'm going to read her thing and then we'll, we'll I won't go back to this anymore. But this is ridiculous, okay? I what think happened? she needs to ask them to cool it out. Last night, he went to the car to grab something. He was going no more. He was gone no more than four minutes. She yelled, I miss you. And they kissed when he came back. Okay, so yeah, they need to knock it off a little bit. You know what I'm saying? They need to knock it off a little bit. That's I, all. It's cute. It could have been a joke. So my student loans, says Hitchhiker, got delayed by three weeks. <laughs> and I am essentially broke, which means I'm going to have to add to my already considerable credit card debt. Yep. Could I get just a bit of bright side so I don't feel like a terrible debtor? Man. Everyone is in debt, so there's the brighter side. You're not alone. Are you ready for this? You done? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> rock and roll pasta, all right? Eddie's rock and roll pasta. You get some pasta. You get some butter or some oil. You got pepper. You got salt. What spices do you have? You put it all together. It's a little spicy. It's a little tangy. You get full. It costs $1.99. Rock and roll pasta. That's how you live your life. There and you go. We used to have a, I used to have an old saying in college. If you're hungry and you're too broke to buy food, go to sleep. <laughs> yes. I mean, honestly, right now I'm doing this intermittent fasting thing, and it's yeah. just like, yeah, dude, I just I, I start to get hungry. I just go to sleep. Yeah, you're going to get good at budgeting through this. Yes. Like I said, every and time. And you're going to lose weight. Every time you get broke, you will get out of it. It yeah. will take a while, and you just work towards it, and you get strict, and then you fucking you just get out of it. And the worst is that it, it, almost the annoying part is that years later you will look back on that time and actually look at it fondly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because well, you learn some shit. Yeah. And it'll help you for the rest of your life. Cutting, like, turning lights off in the house. You know, make sure you're, like, living your life the best frugal way you can. And you'll be learning how to conserve energy and become environmental. I love this from Eleanor the Horror. Couples aren't real couples until they've survived food poisoning together in a hotel room. Oh, I think that, that is, is so true. Is I think smart. that is so true. Me and my lady have never gone through food poisoning but together. But she's been there for you. And I've been there for her. And you've been there for her. And that's when it is. That's yeah. what it is. I had, I, I've probably given away too much about her information. But she didn't realize when we first started dating that if you don't clean your water bottle, it eventually grows bacteria. And I was just like, you got to clean that every once in a while. And she's like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, you're going to get sick. And then, you know, it's, and then uh, she got sick after like, like three weeks later. And then it was obviously from the water bottle bacteria. And then, uh, and, you know, now she knows. Now she cleans her water bottle. She's got the cleanest water bottles anyone I know. There you go. Uh, Mega Micah says, also, this is my first time seeing Eddie IRL, and he's beautiful. That's so amazing. Oh, thank you so much. It's almost, like when, people, too. It's almost like when people t uh, come on the stream and go, hey, you're not as bumpy and slimy as people say. Well, yeah, no, we just like to <laughs> insult each other because it's fun. Yeah, because it's fun. The round table, it's fun. Yeah. It's, um, oh. How, how's wedding planning going again? Actually, I will say it's going delightfully, and, and I think that really comes down to the women in my life loving each other. My fiance and my mother love each other Hell and yeah. and they're working together so well to well, get this wedding off the, the ground so she's becoming Lexi's like starting to become the mother she literally <laughs> just texted me because she was like she was like hey I made you a smoothie it's in the fridge and I left a $20 bill by your wallet because you probably need it for laundry and blah 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 and then she just wrote a follow-up like I'm turning into your mother by the day and it is so true it is so true um, uh, Nerdy Yerdy has a real juicy one for us so I'm gonna read this I one right now I love juicy ones oh big juice he's got a big old juice squirter 
Absolutely. If there was an issue in someone's life that could squirt, this mm. would be it. I have bipolar disorder. Suffer. Oh, sorry. <laughs> suffer every day from it. Found out I don't have diabetes today. Woo! All right. Just found out I have a three millimeter shard of glass is deep inside my hand and I need surgery to get it out ASAP before it cuts off a vein. Oh yeah, get that out. Also, I'm desperately single and have been for years and don't know how to find someone. I hate Tinder, uh, etc. It never works. What's the brighter side of that? Well, Very multi-tiered. Se- several things. But let's unpack several, it. All right, let's take it Let's take it one by one. Let's unpack it. You have bipolar disorder. You fucking know you have it. And you're not in denial, and you're trying to fix yourself and make yourself better. And that's more than most people with bipolar your disorder. Mo- your mother had bipolar, or no? No, no, but we... I think of people, other mothers. I, I think of different people people's mothers. I people in my family who uh, right? have bipolar disorder. And it is, it is a lifelong struggle. And a um, lot but of people just, like, stay fuckers and don't treat it. And don't treat it, and because it's hard. And I get and stubborn. And what's difficult is it's very difficult, because when you start to treat it, usually you don't just immediately find the, the, the stuff, the medication balance that works for you so you end up having awful different side effects you know not being able to fuck or or like throwing up all the time you know or whatever it is like different medications have different side effects and it's very hard to find the right balance and then it's a lot of work but at the end of the day there are you know answers out there there are some there are ways to get right i mean just look at for the best example really is marcus parks right who has taken you know who has embraced his problems um with this kind of stuff and has fought with it all his life and has ended up in the low as low as you could get mentally mm. um in his life you know really before we met him um and now he, That's why he's so good at digging yes <laughs> yes <laughs> yes and 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 he took that and he turned around and i don't think marcus would be as successful as he is without the the problems he has struggled with in yeah. his life yeah. so i mean that i think would be the brighter side there for that um don't have diabetes is great the shard of glass first of all do you, do you know why you got the shard of glass in your hand because I would love to just know out of my personal curiosity three mil I mean it happens sometimes you know sometimes you get a big splinter and you don't even realize it or you cut yourself and you didn't realize it went in your hand you know and you could have just fucking pulled it out you know so it just happens by accident sometimes this happened to my friend with her foot she had so a crazy. Really, her foot. She was limping for like a month, and she didn't know what was going on. And then she got it, and she realized she had so a big wild. piece of glass in her foot. So crazy! And my grandmother had a similar thing where it was like it was like a nail in yeah. her leg, and she had no idea how. How does that happen? It just happened. How? How do people end up just getting stuff in them like I that? I get stubborn. If something hurts, I'll walk it off. Oh, cool! You know? Nerdy, you're like, a glass blower. That's oh, fucking you're a dope. Glass blower. That is pretty fucking. Hey, cool. if you want to send us some pipes, I won't fucking scream at you for it. All right. Well, we, you know, <laughs> Um, um, but, but, uh, the the good, I mean, I think the main brighter side is it, you found it, you found it because it feels so good. If if you hadn't found it in time, you know, and it cut off the vein, you'd be in probably, what would you have to get an amputated or something? Yeah. So, so the fact that you found it or that the doctors found it or whatever is incredible. Um, and then desperately single, you know, it's a real shame about Tinder in a way, because it's like, if you don't, if you don't operate like that, like so many people have had success with that, but so many other people don't, it's not good for them. It was kind of like murder fist and YouTube. You know what I mean? It's like, we, we were masters of like the live show. And then, but as soon as we got to New York to like really become, you know, strong in our, in our live show game, all of a sudden it was like, you gotta make something viral about, you know, Facebook, you know, what I mean? And it's like, well, we don't, that's not what we fucking do. And I don't know how to translate what we do live yeah. to a fucking 30 second YouTube video. You fucks. 
I never done Tinder. I don't like. I don't. I don't really like online dating. I think it's weird and shady, and you don't have to do it. You know, and I understand that being single could be lonely, but at the same time, you can also just relax and you know go see movies and stuff. I, I found a way to love being <laughs> single, and I think because I loved being single, I became attractive. Yeah, I think leaning into your interests <laughs> and leaning into just, just what makes you happy, and then and then just try to figure out how to become social with your interests as opposed to trying to find someone to fucking love. You yeah. know what I mean? Just get out there. Just be around people, and then maybe there'll be somebody around. And, and you'll find someone who has similar interests by accident. Yeah, and be exactly. Great. Exactly. So I would just say, you know, lean into that. When it comes to Tinder, my only advice is this because I did do OkCupid for a little while and when I first started I was like doing horribly I just couldn't get anyone really couldn't snare anyone into like a blind date and then I revised my entire profile and all of the pictures that I used and I started moving changing it and just changing my profile up and tweaking it and making it better and just cutting and and just trying different approaches with the Tinder profile itself and, and ended up getting like way better results. Yeah. Like, I chose different photos. I chose different, you know, the different stuff for the about me. I made it more, like, fun and silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I just, you know, and, and maybe talk to somebody who <coughs> understand who who maybe could get, if you could t- show it to somebody and be like, look at this. What do you think when you see, that? you know, if you have a male or female friend, depending on what you're trying to be up against yeah. sexually, um, show a, a friend, a confidant, your your profile, and be like, "What do you see when you see this? What yeah. do you know? Does this is this, you know, is this get you horny, baby?" And one last thing about your giant set of problems here, uh, nerdy erd. Um, the I would say the bad word, the n word, and your whole long thing there is the word desperate. Desperately single. I mean, you should never. Desperate is the the killer of happiness. You know, you can't. Do it. Don't get nuts about it. And once you get desperate, you're going to find yourself in a horrible situation. You know, you're going to find yourself with some fucking jerk off who's a piece of shit because you're desperate. Don't be desperate. Fucking live for yourself. You're a good person and make them want you for you. Ernie Permer says, I'm not in debt, but I didn't go to college. Brighter side of not going to college. Well, I, I think Ed, yeah, I was yeah, about to say, just that. Ed, what do you got for us? I love anyone who doesn't want to go to college, like my little cousin who's 19, I was just talking to him, and I definitely did not tell him to go to college. I was just yeah. like, you don't have to go to college. Right. You figure it out and you live your life. I mean, I think at the end of the day, we're starting to learn that going to college for some people can be the absolute wrong route. It puts you yeah. in a horrible debt. Depending on what you want to do with your life, a degree at this point means so little, yeah. depending. You know, you it's just... You can become a freaking senator and not have a college degree. Right. You know, you can't become a doctor, but, you know, it's, you know that's how it is. Um, I went. I went to college, but we have free education in my country. Maybe move. There you go. Blue vitriol out in Europe. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Maybe <laughs> don't be a jerk when you offer advice, you cocksucker. <laughs> All right, please. <laughs> Jesus, Ed, you took a heavy turn. We love blue vitriol here in this chat. Um, uh, what else do we have? Mark is a huge role model for me. Says nerdy, nerdy, the one with the bipolar. Thank you, of Eddie. Course. I worked so hard to treat it. Referring to the bipolar, yeah. so many side effects. You, nerdy, nerdy also says um, uh, something about really. I've never uh, something about you guys are giving the best advice ever. Thank you so much for talking about my problems. No problem. That's what this show is all about. What's We're the, here for you, baby. What's the brighter side of my six-year-old refusing to go to sleep so I can live without getting swamped in questions about bees and the concept of death? 
I mean, that's kind of cool that they're, their brain's working like that. You're going to have a smart kid on your hands just right now. It's a big pain in the ass. You know, but if they're asking you questions all night, that means their brain's absorbing shit and they're going to be fucking interesting as hell when they get older and they're going to get jobs and then they're going to be able to pay for your death. And uh, that's going to be very... Uh, that To me, that is why you have children, to make sure that they are able to take care of you when you're an invalid and stupid and you think, you know, everything goes backwards. So you, congratulations. You, you got a smart kid. Um, here we go. Uh, what else do we have here? We got uh, Eleanor the Whore's got one. Eleanor the Whore, brighter side of my house is being invaded by crickets and I can't sleep and I can't find them. I run around my house all night following the sound. When I get close, they go quiet. When I try to explain my problem, I sound like a crazy person. That is a great, I don't, I mean. Have you tried glue traps? Oof. Try glue traps? Yeah, put some glue traps behind your fridge. They're usually behind the fridge, or this happened to me in L.A. They're behind the fridge, or they're behind the washing machine a lot. Throw some, I know it's a pain in the ass to move those fucking things. Throw some glue traps down there and fuck those fuckers up. Or maybe, if you don't, if you don't have a problem with it, get a cat. That cat will kill the fuck out of those crickets in your house. And then, well, and then, you, then that, you'll love that cat even more. That's what's so good about having a cat or a dog, because they will get to the bottom of that shit. Dr. Niles Crane says, Holden, what's the brighter side of me having all this da salad and scrambled eggs? Oh. They're calling again. <laughs> what do I do with them? Dr. Niles Crane, welcome back to the chat. Gotta love you, and every time you, you come in here, we yeah. sing the theme song, and I love you for it. Uh, Jin Gore <laughs> has talked about this before. Uh, this has already been said. Been on dialysis for years. Fucking sucks dick for multiple reasons. Call my hospital about where I'm on list. I watch what I eat, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And they said I'm uh, in the top 25%, but still have another five to six years of being on it after it, uh, at earliest in order to get a cadaveric kidney. I just feel apathetic. Can't take much more of this shit. I give myself three more years of this shit. Man, that fucking sucks. How's but, your dad doing, Ed? I mean, he's on dialysis, and he's on it intensely right now. He's uh, doing it every night. And to be honest, uh, your depressing thing is like a positive for me because I thought he would he was become by the end of the year, but finding out that you're on it for four years is, you know, that's nice. It's nice to know you can live on it. I know it's a real pain in the ass and it drains you physically and emotionally, but at least you got on that fucking list. My dad's not allowed yeah. on the list. They, oh, they, yeah. told, they told him he can't get one because uh, he's too old and he doesn't, you know, matter as far Rider as... Rider sides, like, you're yeah. on the list. Yeah, man. Tw top 25%. I That's know it's going to take a while and you're, you know, but it's, I mean, shit, you're working towards it. Yeah. And you know, you're not... You're not sitting there and just waiting to die and you know you got to do it and that's really cool and i don't know i'm proud of you and thank you for helping me with your problem there i don't you know it's, I, don't, I don't know how else to say it but uh stick it out man it's it's a fuck and there's it's okay to realize you're in a bad situation you know it just like you you are in a bad situation you know there's no ifs ands or buts about it and you have to decide if you want to stick it out or if you want to fucking toss in the towel and it sounds like you want to stick it out it's just a real pain in the ass but you got to do it and do anything you can uh, to make yourself happy if you're lied up you know do listen to your favorite music listen to you know watch your favorite movies like and if you can go out do everything you love to do you know, because that's what's going to make you want to keep on going. And you're going to be sick. You're going to be sick for a while until you get this thing fixed. And you just have to, once you accept it, you'll start getting better. I promise. 
my problem is nerdy yurty. Going back to nerdy yurties, uh, dating quandaries. Yeah. My problem is that I'm really good at hookups, but I can never find relationships. That's why I'm trying to find the brighter side. Guys see me as a piece of meat, but don't want to date me. Yeah, nerdy yurty. Well, I would definitely say then probably Tinder's not the way to do it. Yeah. So Tinder's yeah, definitely not. Sounds the like way you to have a it. lot. I mean, just the glass blowing. It's just cool. It, it, that is such a cool thing that I would immediately have a million questions about. I think it's yeah. definitely, you're definitely ready to like, I will say this though. It's like, if you've been hooking up with people and stuff like that, that means you know how to flirt, you know how to like hook yeah. up and stuff. So that's already like almost half the battle in a way. I remember when I like I only used OkCupid to just sort of get me back on the scene, yeah. t- just comfortable talking to women again and just like being flirtatious with strangers. And the moment I felt like I was seeing enough people outside of doing OkCupid, mm-hmm. and I was like talking to women enough, approaching women enough at like house parties or what have you outside of online dating, was the moment I just like immediately quit OkCupid and just started dating women in the real world and met Lexi and stuff. And I think it's yeah. gonna be the way you're gonna go so at least the, you, the fact that you are sexually desirable by men like helps helps <laughs> so so it sucks the way men are it sucks the way women are sing- when they're single mm-hmm. everyone's playing games with each other I, I, if you live in New York it's really difficult yeah. um because everybody just is so flaky and everybody just wants to fuck and flee, you know, and there's just very, there's just so many options out there. Yeah. You know, I that, also did that for seven years yeah. in between my relationships, yeah. just hooked up randomly with people and oh, that was it. It's just disgusting. And, you know, it, that's what happens, you yeah. know, and then, you know, you, you do it and you do it until you find someone. You you don't go. be so worked up about finding someone. Yeah. Just, I know I said it earlier, but you, that's, that's your killer. The moment you that's want. That's your fucking killer. The moment you're, your does yeah. The moment you stop caring is the moment something goes down. Yeah. Strontium Doug says, "Well, lads, house tricks. I used to be super creative, but after several deaths in the family, I found that side of me has just left. Yeah. Is it true? Shrooms help with getting back in touch with your creative side. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't want to tell anyone to do drugs, but it works for me. I mean, I think you can adv- advocate for uh, a psychedelic experience to yeah. help somebody not only." Um, okay. It helps with PTSD. We know that. You know, I was listening to an interesting podcast. Uh, Joe Rogan had this like psychedelics expert on, and he was talking about how their theory is that uh, psychedelics essentially just remove like the the super ego, or essentially like the ego, the the thing that is your police officer in your brain yeah. that controls the mother in your brain that sort of edits you and and gets you know kind of polices you in the way that you act and think and speak. And it removes that, so you just have this like an, this id left, this yeah. this this, and it just opens you up. So I think that it can actually be very beneficial for it. Um, I think that it's also not a. I, I would absolutely recommend that if you're thinking about it. Maybe try to get some kind of a, uh, some kind of a guru or somebody who can like get you through it there's a lot of options out there now where you don't have to just like get together with your grubby bros and like do you know just like walk around a a city or something just freaking out like you could go there are places you can go and like do this and have it be cared for and done very well you know so I would I would absolutely advocate that and also microdose you know I don't like I like eating mushrooms but I also don't like getting fucked up beyond belief anymore and so 
so I'll eat like a cap and go see a movie, you know, or something like that. Or I'll eat a cap and go do something. And like, it's fun. You just get a little bounce in your step. And it's, and it's okay. Listen, we have a whole episode about mushrooms uh, on Brighter Side. Check it out. We interviewed someone who, ta- who microdoses to deal with their PTSD. And if for some reason you eat too much mushrooms, I always say this. Just remind yourself. It's actually probably a good advice for the uh, nerdy yerd with uh, her dis- uh, bipolar disorder. Is when you start getting the naughty thoughts, remind yourself it's the mushrooms. It's the bipolar disorder. Right. This isn't how what I want. I'm gonna ride this out, and I'll be okay in a little bit. You know. And it's just like I think that it's it's. I know it's easier said than done, but at the same time, yeah, you, you got to remind yourself you're on the drug. And you're going to get better. It's all going to ride out in a little bit. I mean, it's fun. If you know how to do it, it's fun, and it can help you be creative. Also, if you want to be creative and remember what you got creative about, I would say talk into your phone. Don't try and write notes. Yeah. Yeah, talk talk into you because once you start writing notes, you're not going to understand. Nah, it's going to make no sense. Yeah, so I mean, go ahead and uh, you, you talk into your phone, and that's how you're going to keep your thoughts from when you're tripping. All right, we've got a little over five minutes left. Uh, thank you so much, Gladwell, for the donation. Really appreciate it, buddy. Fuck yeah, dude. We've got a little under five minutes or over five minutes left, so we're going to do this right here. Um, uh, meet, uh, oh, what was I going to say? We're going to do Ruby Rhubarb 7's quandary. Brighter okay. side of being too scared to drive and not being able to get a job because of it. Public transport is also scary for a big tittied gal in a dangerous part of town. How do I stop being a little bitch? Uh, you know, I understand. That's tough. That's you know, tough. That's something I'd say. That's advice I I'm couldn't not imagine good with. being a woman in the city. Yeah. I have heard so many things. Like, I can't even imagine a day in the life of what Lexi deals with when she leaves this apartment yeah. and is on in the city. The shit that she's told me about, it is tough. It is very tough. Um, uh, and and, it, and it's, it is a bit of a catch-22. Um, it's yeah. hard. It's hard. I mean, I don't know. It's something that I have never experienced personally. And it's, it's weird. I know I'm very privileged for that. But I also I feel bad that I don't know how to properly deal with this because I've never had it happen to me in my life. Uh, if someone no one fucks with me <laughs> when I walk around. Well, yeah, I exactly. Get walk, I, mean, I get to walk. Around I like I walking want. around with Ed because you know what I mean? Like, it's I, like, it's, yeah, first I of all, if you could find somebody who'd be willing to escort you, I will say this. The brighter side is this. You have options. You have options. OK, if you got money, you can Uber if you don't live far from work that's what i do none of the options are necessarily great but there are lesser of two evils options here and you can definitely choose one go for it you know what i mean like so i would just say you know weigh your options pick pick the least worst one to you and and make a change whether that's going to driving school and getting a car whether that's uh going to um whether that's just you know, getting some mace and a fucking whistle and fucking dealing with it and getting on the bus, you know, whether that's like just saying, fuck it, I'm just going to deal with this for one year and move to a better part of town. You know what I mean? But it's like whatever you can do, I think at the end of the day, you're going to have to write down, just write down all of your options and write down all of the pros and cons to each of them and just pick the lesser of the evils. You know what? If you did what you could do, is someone who could really help you with advice for this, Mary Kelly, uh, who's usually with us on Brighter Side. She's great with advice like this. She's like thwarted people trying to be piece of shit to her. Uh, you could write in the email. 
to uh, lastpodcastnetwork at gmail.com. There you go. And Mary will answer it, and she will give you better advice than me and Holden can give for this because – uh, truth be told, uh, we don't. We, I mean, you're trying to. It's it's. You're dealing with a really hard situation that is just like actually dangerous, and I can't give you the wrong advice because if something happens to you, I'll fucking not be able to sleep at night. And so, talk to someone who is dealing with this, um, and I will say that person is Mary. And so there you uh, go, and, or Amber even, and the two of them will have much better. Because they, I, Mary just got a car, and, and I know in New York she didn't have a car, and, just and she drove. was walking back and forth to the creek all the time. Oh, and that and was rough, Amber yeah. doesn't have a car; she's walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard. Uh, a piece of advice Amber always gives is: there's this really psycho dude who dresses up like Superman, and she became friends with him because she's like, if he ever shoots everyone up, it's not going to be me, you know. So it's like one of those. And I'm not saying go make friends with the crazies. I'm just saying talk to some other. But women kind of yes, this. I've heard of this before. Who? I, I think it was um uh, again another podcast I was listening to uh was it Joe Diaz I think or something like that Coco and he had a guest on I love his podcast and he had yeah. a guest on I, I don't know if it was him talking about it or if he had a guest but he fucking made friends with like he he would he would slip this big dude this big homeless dude he would just slip him like a a a, a twenty spot like once every couple weeks or so because he knew that if any shit went down that fucking guy would have his back. Yes. You know what I mean? It's literally a down payment on protection. So maybe find some of the more kind of bigger homeless guys that are in the strip that you walk. Make friends with them. Give them a little cash to say, hey, if anyone's fucking with me, you know you know who's got my back, right? You got my back, right? Yes, hopefully. Not a know. bad idea. But Not that's a bad also idea. Joey Coco Diaz. Yeah, you he's know, psycho. And, he's crazy. And you're a, you know, a nice big-titted woman. So. <laughs> And use those breast, bang them, hit them with the breasts. Yeah, right. Yeah, There's yeah. probably some kind of breast boxing or something she could learn. Some breast quando. Think about that. Yeah. So use your, you just beat them with your titties. Tom Thompson, <laughs> hip hop says uh, Holden is a god, and also what up, Eddie? So um, interesting. Thank you so much for that. Uh, uh, what else do we got here uh, before we close out? We got time for like one more. What else we got? Okay, a lot of people talk showing to scary a lot of love. Lion real quick. Scary Off lion. topic. But whatever happened to that video? I donated your Kickstarter for oh we have it yeah we, you should have gotten it in the mail yeah hit us, you, up, yeah. hit us up we have the DVD if you um, didn't get it in the mail and you donated enough for it it's fine and it's all the um, YouTube videos that yeah the last, and, and like, it's, it's the on last, YouTube like, 15 Murder Fist videos but we, com- we compiled for. it into one thing so if you really do hit me up and I can s- I think I have some somewhere I got a bunch of copies too so maybe hit Ed up and he'll yeah. mail it out to you dude yeah, so yeah we'll, please we'll do tot- that yeah we'll totally make sure you get it it happened we made it it obviously didn't like cause a huge fucking splash, but it's definitely Thanks a product. For bringing up things that <laughs> fuck us up. <laughs> but it is done. We are proud of it, and we would love to send it out to you. So All there right, you go. Scary lion. I'm sorry you feel ripped off, bro. <laughs> so do we. <laughs> <laughs> scary lion says, ah, coolio. Hell yeah. Um, uh, but not Stephanie says, I have to get out of here. But Eddie, I love the brighter side so much, especially the drinking game episodes. I heard you guys got real fucking wasted on the last one. Uh, I mean, Jackie when, Jackie's, me. when Jackie's around, they, they take they go up a notch. I'll tell you that much. Uh, thank you for listening. To yeah, us. Uh, they're the best. And uh, oh, thanks for. Uh, 
another 15 years of murder fist. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you, Blue Vitriol. And thank you, Blue Vitriol, for gifting Nerdy Yerdy a sub. That is so nice of you. And thank you again to Gladwell for that generous donation. Uh, That was fantastic. Thank you so much. Um, So I think this is, we're going to call it. Uh, What what do you got? You got one one last one? Let's do this last one right here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Say, was it J3NNGOR387? Jingor, yeah, yeah. Jingor, yeah. Uh, You said something about watch movies that make you happy or some shit. What's happy? Holden is the movies I watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just here all day, man. You can just come hang out. Hey, man, if that, it, it's what makes you, it's honestly, it, for me, it's movies and music, but if it, whatever you like, that's what you fucking do, man. There you go. And you get into it, and I'm glad you watch Holden, because someone fucking someone has to. Someone has to. Someone needs to. We've had a lot of people watching today. It's been so much fun. Love Thank you, you again, everybody. Um, and you can catch this whole episode again on probably the Brighter Side actual yes. feed, so that'll come out for you. Until then, take care. We're going to play uh, some reform Horrors. Actually, Horny, I love this fucking song. Enjoy it. Listen to it. Uh, Listen to the Reformed Horrors. They're unbelievable. They're one of the most underrated uh, comedy bands in the fucking world. They're just go see them live. They're going to do a tour down south soon. Uh, Go check them out. Uh, Here is my favorite song. Horny by the Reformed Whores. And join us for Jack and He's Dating Sims at 6 p.m. ET tonight for her birthday stream. Here we go with Horny from the Reformed Whores. Take care. Everybody loves a roll in the hay Throw your hands up if you got laid today You're lucky cause I feel like I'm gonna explode If I don't find someone to plug my hole I'm a single girl out there looking for a cowboy Who can get me cooking He can straddle my high like in a rodeo But only if he can keep up with a butterbeet I'm horny
legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.